0: Hey everybody! Welcome to the Easy Dizzy Podcast. This week we don't have our regular episode. Uh, it, it finally happened. We we all got COVID this week, and we were all pretty sick. we were all feeling much better now, um, but pretty exhausted still. So we uh, we didn't really. We had some other things we had to take care of today. Um, uh, so we, we didn't get uh, the opportunity to put the podcast the podcast together for you. But I have an episode, I have an interview here uh, with Robin Kravitz that aired a few episodes back that I'd like to air again. Uh, it's an excellent episode. It's an excellent interview. Uh, we talk about Genie Plus and Robin's experience with Genie Plus. And if you've already heard that, uh, what you can do actually is... Uh, not listen to this podcast, go over to uh, Robin's new podcast. Robin has a new podcast with Kelly. Uh, it's the Gone Again podcast. So you can search that in your podcast app, Gone Again Podcast, or you can go to goneagainpodcast.com, or you can just check the show notes. I'll put the links in there. So enjoy the interview uh, if you haven't already. And if you have already, go ahead and check out the Gone Again podcast. They've got a few episodes and they're all really good. You get to learn a little bit about them. Uh, They're some travel agents and they have a lot of great insights. And they'll also uh, talk about upcoming uh, trips, which actually got me quite excited for um, Aluani in Hawaii. So uh, please enjoy this. Please enjoy this uh, interview and um, please take care. Have a great week. Uh, We'll be back next week with a full episode. All right. Uh, Until next time, easy dizzit. Thank you. there and welcome to disney people the segment where we talk to people for who disney is a big part of their life today we have robin who is a travel agent with unlocking the magic travel and she's recently come back from a trip to disney world and she's got some experience with the new genie and genie plus systems and she's willing to share some of that experience with us so hi robin thank you so much for coming
1: hey justin you are absolutely welcome i'm happy to do it
0: Excellent, excellent. So maybe before we get into uh, the Genie Plus stuff, maybe you could just tell me a little bit about yourself.
1: Sure, so I am a travel agent with Unlocking the Magic Travel. In my personal life, I am only slightly Disney obsessed. Uh, You know, (laughs) we just are annual pass holders, Disney Vacation Club members. Oh, that's it. (laughs) You know, no no big, only a few bumper stickers, some t-shirts here and there. So so my real passion is having people have the best vacation for their family and their situation. I so I really love digging into like your family story, what your goals are, and kind of realizing Disney works for everybody. We just have to learn how to make it work for
0: you. Mm, I love that. I love that. Uh, so can we talk more about your personal history with Disney? Maybe what's your, what's your earliest Disney memory?
1: So you're going to get a kick out of this. My family owned a vacation house in Tampa. Okay. And we were Bush Gardens people. And my okay. dad would never take me to Disney. Oh, no. I never went until I was an adult. Wow. Who could pay my own way. Wow. Um, And so, you know, like, when you're a kid and you're told you can't have something. Yeah. That, like, then you want it, like, <laughs> so bad. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. My dad's plan has fully backfired. (laughs) (laughs) So my uh, actual earliest memory is my daughter when she was itty bitty Mm -hmm. on my husband's shoulders watching Happily Ever After.
0: Oh, that's a good one.
1: So, you know, total mom vibes there. And I was like, "Eh, we're hooked. Let's dive in.
0: (laughs) Yes. Oh, that's great. That's great. It's something that you always wanted to do. And then when you were able to do it, you absolutely loved it. And uh, you just kind of kept going back.
1: Right. Yes. I really was always nervous because I felt Disney was such an expensive vacation. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, gosh, I don't know. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, we my husband's military. We don't have a ton of extra money. So I was like, how is this doable? But I found that I got what I was paying for. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I had such an escape from the real world i forgot Mm. about my work emails you know we just went into this disney bubble and it was like a whole nother world where you know everybody was on kind of equal footing people were kind they smile they say hi to strangers right like the
0: disney vibe exactly
1: your kid dropped something out of a stroller there's like four parents right there to like (laughs) pick it up and help like i i don't experience that like at my neighborhood target yeah. Uh, so it's not just like the rides and attractions for me, it's the community. Yeah. And I was like, these are my people.
0: <laughs> this yes. is me. I feel like there are very few places in the world, well, at least in that I've experienced in the United States, New England, maybe specifically where I'm from, where it's like perfectly acceptable to just start a conversation with somebody and it's reciprocated
1: immediately. Right. Well, and so I'm from the South and you know, we wave to everybody and you say hi, but like being military, right? We've lived so many places where like I wave and I'm sure they're like, who is that woman (laughs) waving at me? Yeah, the
0: person will like look behind them and then scowl at you.
1: And so like, actually one of the things that was like my big hook that that told me Disney was more than a destination, it was a community, Mm. was that unlocking the magic community itself Mm, because it was folks who really cared about the community. Like it's a family. Like, you know, if you see somebody and they've got a bumper sticker for Disney, you're like my person. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, um, it it was that crossing that threshold of realizing this isn't just a destination. It is like these, these are humans. This is a community where people actually like legitimately care about you and your well It's yeah. It's phenomenal.
0: Yeah. I love it. I love it. All right, so let's get into uh, this trip. So you went, it was last weekend, right?
1: Right, last weekend.
0: So you went down, and just for the weekend, for like two days in the parks?
1: Flew in Friday morning, flew out Sunday night, um, did three park days. So literally went from the Orlando Airport, Magical Express, to Animal Kingdom.
0: You made (laughs) made the most of your time, that's awesome.
1: (laughs) Do not pass go, do not collect $200.
0: (laughs) Uh, so yeah, what, which um, of between like the genie, the genie plus, and the individual attraction selections, which of those services did you use?
1: So we used all of them over our three days. Um,
0: okay.
1: First day we did Animal Kingdom. Um, we utilized the individual attraction selection, so we paid for Flight of Passage. And we paid for Remy, so the Ratatouille ride. Got it. Because we wanted to not only experience the individual attraction purchase, but also park hopping with it.
0: Oh, I got it. Yeah, I got it.
1: And then we did all three days, so Animal Kingdom, Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios with Genie Plus. So we did the $15 a day add-on each day.
0: Got it. Yeah. I know you're are uh, a travel agent, and I've you know seen your socials. You've you've done some research on this system before heading down. Uh, when you got down there and looked at it, what was your reaction? Did you feel prepared? How did it strike you?
1: I was very overwhelmed. So I thought going in, I was like, I got this. This is you know easy peasy. I've used yeah. my Disney Experience app a million times. Sure. It is a totally new look. And where my brain wanted the buttons to be was not where Disney has put the buttons. (sighs) Got it. So you know like when you get in a rental car and like the windshield wiper and blinkers are opposite? Yeah. Like that's how I felt. Like I knew how to drive the car, but like I kept turning the blinker on when I wanted to turn on the
0: windshield wiper. (laughs) Got it. So you were were walking around the Oasis with your turn signal on.
1: Yes. Yes. (laughs) I will say by our third day on Sunday at Hollywood Studios, I was feeling more comfortable. Mm-hmm. So that I think there was like a little bit of kind of muscle memory and learning the system. But mm-hmm. um, you know, there were three of us as travel agents there who are really comfortable in the parks. And all three of us were kind of a little frustrated with how challenging it was to use.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Do you think that your experience with the app and the parks, do you think that made it easier or harder for you to use the system?
1: So I think it's it's a both and, which is really frustrating, right? Like, because I know what the my day tab used to look like, yes. like I could go through that in my sleep. Yes. And so I think I may be carrying some of that muscle memory and that experience and being like, this is different. I don't like the change, right? It's slowing down and asking myself, is the change bad or is it just change? And so I, where I landed in kind of res, like retrospective of this trip is I think it, it's changed. It's not necessarily bad, but it, it is a learning curve. So the folks that don't have a ton of experience, I think, may have a bit of an edge from the simple fact that they they have no expectations right. going in. Um, right. Now, that being said, our experience really let us know what in the app, I think, or what in the Genie Plus system is a crowd control. Mm-hmm. And what is a legitimate recommendation? Yeah, you know. So I think I think it was a both and. The experience was helpful to know we're gonna ignore this or we're gonna utilize this. Right. And then there's a layer of frustration because we we knew what it was.
0: Right. Yeah, I've seen reports of like the the genie app making recommendations to like head over to the treehouse at like eight forty-five. You know. Which like you and I know, or anyone like rec- making a recommendation to a friend, you'd probably say, you know, probably ride the bigger rides that early in the morning. Yeah. Save the treehouse for later.
1: Speaking of the treehouse, there was a moment where we're standing there just kind of in the shade having some water, and there was a line to go on Swiss Family Robinson.
0: So it's working. <laughs>
1: and I, w- I was just like, oh, oh no, this is not, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> And I'll admit, like, as a parent, I was kind of sad because Swiss Family Treehouse is like my secret weapon. I grab a drink and I sit in the shade. My daughter goes in one end and I sit at the exit. Oh, that's nice. And so, you know, she's nine, so she feels all like she's got this freedom. Like, oh, I'm doing a thing on my own. And I'm like, I'm at the exit. You can't get away from me. (laughs) So, you know, I'm like, oh no, if there's all these people on this, it's like my secret's gone.
0: (laughs) Yeah, overall, what were your impressions of Genie Plus as a value for fifteen dollars?
1: Oh, so that's hard, I'm gonna admit, right. Mm-hmm. Like I was team FastPass mm-hmm. and so going from something free to something paid. It's hard. That's hard, right? And then when ticket prices increases, so it felt like a, it's like it feels like a double whammy. Yeah. Now I think in a couple of years, when I've forgotten about the ticket price increase, mm-hmm. like maybe I'll feel differently. Like right now, it was just two big things at one time, kind of you know, it was a gut punch. Yeah. For that being said, it does what it's supposed to do, right? Genie Plus is a way to do crowd control it's a way to not stand in line Mm -hmm. you can book in a you know i mean it it does what it's advertised i don't think there's any kind of false advertising with it if Mm -hmm. if not waiting in line is important to you and you'd rather spend time you know having snacks watching parades cavalcades and you just want to check in for you know jungle river cruise and come back in an hour yeah it does exactly that And so I think for me, I try to look at it through the lens of like being a travel agent. Yeah. It's hard to say whether or not it's a good value because I think it's so dependent on the family. Yes. Right. So
0: it might be valuable for some and, and not for others.
1: Right.
0: What are maybe some like guest or family characteristics that might go into that recommendation?
1: I think if this is a once-in-a-lifetime trip mm-hmm. once every five years or you're taking maybe somebody who has mobility issues or being at the park all day feels challenging for them, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right, like, it's definitely a layer of accessibility and it kind of, in a, like, I don't want to say guarantees, right, because nothing at Disney is guaranteed, mm-hmm. but it gives you a little, like, trip insurance, right? Like, if this is a once-in-a-lifetime trip and you have to go on Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah, this is your way to do it, right? Yeah. It, it takes that layer of stress out of that once in a lifetime trip. Yeah. Because I know like I've had so many clients who, you know, we're dropping so much money. This feels so important. I don't want to miss anything. Right. And there always tends to be that one adult who's the planner of the family, right? And I feel like the stress falls on that person and they don't get to be on vacation. They have to be the organizer.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: And so I think Genie Plus lets everybody be on vacation.
0: That's great. That's great. I like that. That's a good plug for Genie Plus. They're going to have to send that clip to Disney. That's (laughs) right. But uh, no, I I see that. If if you can take an ounce of that burden off, absolutely. Uh, Especially considering the price of the ticket and the vacation. Hmm. So I I noted that uh, Disney has said that Genie Plus, they're not going to sell out. Right. You'll always be able to buy Genie Plus. But I imagine that the ride selections, though, if they're all taken up and the later you get in the day, they're going to get pushed back further and further. And maybe availability for the more popular rides won't be there. So I was concerned at first, like, well, will I be able to know what's available before purchasing Genie Plus?
1: Yes and no. Okay. (laughs) So... I think this is where as like the travel agents, as the folks who spend like our work hours learning the system, it's where kind of our expertise comes into play. You know, it's the same way you kind of use a crowd calendar, right? If you're going on July 4th, that's a totally different trip than if you're going on August 20th, right? Mm-hmm. You can kind of look a couple days in advance, right? And kind of get like like a feel for it. So when we're looking at this trip that we just did, we knew we were doing a Hollywood Studios day and we knew we only really had a half day because we had to get to the airport. Mm-hmm. So what we did the week leading up to it is we kind of tracked it in the app ourselves. Okay. And so we're kind of looking at like, hey, what's selling out early? What's not selling out? And kind of made a plan based upon our must-dos. Got it. And the trends that we were watching coming up. I mean, there's some really obvious things, I think, that, you know, there's the really popular rides, Slinky Dog, you know, Jungle River Cruise, which is the Jingle River Cruise right now because it's coming up on Christmas, right? Like, yes, you, you know what's going to be popular, right? And so at 7 a.m., if you're on property, when those lightning Lanes open through the Genie Plus app, you know, you prioritize the same way right. we did with Fast right, That right. If you had a must do that was a popular ride, like, you know, maybe that's what you should book first if you care about it. I will say when you open the app and you're looking and you've already purchased Genie Plus, you can see next available time before you book the lightning lane and you will see that there are rides that it's available in five minutes and rides that it's available in six hours. Got it. And then when it does sell out, the, the button grays out so you can't select it. So it becomes pretty obvious within the app once it's not available. Got it. And you can kind of... You know when you open it a couple of times you'll start to see these trending things because you refresh the page and the time moves out or it doesn't move out
0: got it so you have you have some idea of what's available before you make the purchase on that day right great good did you uh did you end up rope dropping any of these days
1: we rope dropped saturday at magic kingdom and we rope dropped sunday at hollywood studios Um, when the park opened we were still on the airplane on friday
0: So on those days did you notice a difference with early park and
1: Yeah, so there was a lot of well we were staying on property, right? So which meant we, we had the benefit of like Magic Kingdom for example technically open at 9. Right. But that meant being on property we could get in at 8:30. Right. Right. Which actually meant they let us in about 8.16.
0: Okay. Right. Good to know. So
1: the, the previous rope drop before this like living or not living, but like staying on property, right? I, I guess I go too much for that slip. <laughs> 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 Is like they wouldn't guarantee the ride would start until park opening. Right. So like you could get in line for Space Mountain, but if park doesn't open until 9, they may not start running it. Right. Rides start running at 8.30. So that that's like been a... I didn't realize that on-property advantage until I felt it. Yes. Because when they said 30 minutes, I was like, well, that's not much.
0: And it felt like a reduction from one hour, right?
1: Yes. However... What they like and I don't know why Disney isn't telling people I this. Know. Rides are open at eight thirty, yeah. not you can get in the park at eight thirty.
0: And it's every day. This is a huge yes. advantage for on site guests. It it's is huge. Right?
1: Like I'm like, as much money as Disney spends on marketing, they are not talking about the right things right now. Yeah. <laughs> so we were in line for Space Mountain at like eight twenty <laughs> and it was running. Nice. Which has never happened in the past. So that was fabulous. So when we rope dropped we knew we didn't want to buy Space Mountain. Right. That, that was not part of our game plan. Right. So we rope dropped it. Right. And we were able to ride it. And I will say I was I was surprised at the number of people who purchased Space Mountain in the 9 a.m. time slot. Mm. So again, to me, there, there's a value in having probably a travel agent who has researched this because I would not recommend that to my clients, right. right? Like there's an advantage to rope dropping and I would hope that a travel agent would direct you in the best bang for your buck kind of experience, you know?
0: Uh, that's a great example of, of good advice from a good travel agent. Yeah, I mean, riding those individual, if you can, if you can rope drop and riding those rides that aren't part of Genie Plus, but are individual attraction selections, you could stand to save yourself a good amount of money. Right. That's great. Right. And and on that note, I mean, on that, the advantage of talking to a uh, travel agent Genie itself, my impression when it was initially released uh, was that this service, this Genie service, the day planning service, the itinerary service, was designed to help people who are very unfamiliar with the parks have a good time at the parks uh, without extensive planning prior. But having read some of the reports on the Genie, just the Genie service itself and the, the planning that it provides, I honestly think talking to a free travel agent might be a much better value than even the free thing they're offering. Am I, am I off base on that? What do you think?
1: Uh, I think you're 100% right. I think that the challenge right now, and to be totally honest, is people are like, well, of course travel agents are saying that. Yeah. I hear that that's the other side of that pancake. Yeah. You know, everything has two sides. But I will say for like me, I put in, I love the villains. I said I wanted all the thrill rides and that that we were very tall so like I wanted Mm -hmm. it to eliminate rides that were good for short folks Oh. Um, because I was just like I was kind of playing around with the system to see like what would it recommend yeah and it recommended Swiss Family Robinson (laughs) Magic Carpets and the Carousel Uh uh-huh and I'm like, that's literally the opposite of what I told you. So I was like, well, maybe I, you know, Disney IT, right? Let me exit the app. Yep. Let me retake the quiz. Yeah. It gave me literally the exact same options when I took the quiz with different answers. Yeah. So I'm sitting here like, I've got it. Like, I'll be honest, like Disney's going to be mad at me, right? But the genie system, the free system is just pure crowd control. Yeah. I think it, it has to be. If you want to take the optimist approach genie free version, day planning services is' trying to get folks to maybe view the unappreciated things yeah yeah right so like you could take that lens yep. like not everybody goes on Swiss Family Robinson yep. and nine year old loves it yep so like maybe I maybe that's a good thing I agree. But if you put in that you want thrill rides, and it recommends with Family Robinson, right? Like
0: Something's up. It's not providing the service they say they're going to. And even if you want to take the whole travel agent thing out of it, right? Say there were no such thing as travel agents, I would recommend a 20-minute conversation with someone who's been to Disney a couple times yes. <laughs> over the GD itself.
1: Yeah. And, you know, again, I've got, like, I'm trying to be super optimistic because I feel like Disney's not in the business to make me not want to go back.
0: No, Absolutely.
1: Their goal and their bread and butter is that once you're in, like, you're Disney, right? Like, yeah. you're going to go back. You're going to go back. And so I have to believe there's a layer that, like, they don't want to make us upset. They don't right. want to produce a, a product that's not great. But absolutely. But I think this one misses the mark.
0: Yeah. And, and it might be a matter of adjusting. Maybe they're going to fix it. I think they're going to fix it or get rid of it. I don't think they'll keep something around that people are laughing about or, you know, aren't satisfied with, I should say. Right. Right. Yeah, Totally covered early park entry definitely wanted to talk about that do you have yeah do you have anything else on genie plus or just your experience on the weekend
1: before so there was there was a couple of things that really surprised me it was it was a fabulous weekend in that we had so many weird things happen i had a lot of like oh man i didn't know that they didn't advertise that We ran into probably five or six different situations that I don't normally experience one of them on a trip. And so we got to go to the the guest experience umbrella a few times.
0: Oh yeah, the blue umbrellas?
1: The blue umbrellas, right? So that's something I'm trying to to remind folks is you don't have to walk all the way to the front if you have an issue, Mm -hmm. right? Utilize those blue umbrellas, the guest experience folks. They're typically the cast members that have like a bright blue shirt on. Mm -hmm. They've got like a big iPad, like they are there to help. We saw people constantly feeling like they needed to walk to guest services at the very front of the park. Oh, wow. And so like with anything, you know, there's going to be glitches. You're going to have issues. Sure. I 100% of the time found that guest services, the folks in the blue shirts helped us solve the problem. Awesome. So when you run into an issue, don't get upset, you know, take a breath, go to guest services. And in my experience Disney will work with you to make it right.
0: Awesome. yeah their customer service that's more, definitely one of their strengths they when you're not satisfied as a customer they do want to fix that
1: right and i think it's important for folks to realize like we're on vacation because our lives you know are busy at home and these folks are not on vacation this is their job mm-hmm. so taking a breath and realizing like the cast members are human yeah you know, and, and their job is to get through the day and make us have the best vacation as possible. They're not there to make our lives harder. Um, So just being kind to the cast members in this process, right? Like they're learning it with us.
0: Yeah. And I think you'll get much better results when you're, when you come to them with kindness, they're going to be great Disney customer service either way, but it's going to maybe be a little bit greater if you, if you bring that kindness with you
1: and then the last kind of thing i was completely shocked on and i i am now like a huge fan of it when they announced that we were going to get these virtual lenses yes um for like photo taking with genie plus i was like oh whatever i was like what are you talking about i don't need to pay for this (laughs) they are hilarious are they like i have to tell you we when we were in line a couple of times we weren't using the genie plus and we were testing the standby wait time Mm We had a blast <laughs> using these filters. They are so interactive and funny. Like again, I'm like, Disney, you were not talking about this. I totally was like, I wasn't even gonna open it. Yeah. And then I opened the lenses and I was like, oh my goodness, it was these great. are amazing. Oh, that's
0: awesome. That's awesome. I'm gonna look for some videos on that. There was one thing I wanted to ask you about. Did you find yourself using your phone more during Genie Plus?
1: So I feel like it's important to say like what time are we comparing it to? Yeah, like pre-COVID, it feels a lot the same, right? right. Like I think pre-COVID, you know, you got your three fast passes, you open another one, right? right? So like you were on your phone then. Yes. I would say like since the reopening under all the COVID precautions, I love not being on my phone. Mm. But now I feel like I'm just kind of back where fast passes were. So if you haven't been since the pandemic, I think it'll feel the same. But if you're used to the the pandemic protocol time era, when we, we didn't have Lightning Lane or Fast Passes, you'll definitely notice an uptick. I mean, you know, my packing list has my battery pack back on it. Got it. Which, you know, if I forgot that during covid times it was like oh well, you know we'll survive
0: what did you love about not being
1: on your phone while you were at the park i realized i am never in pictures oh so like as the as the mom as the, the person on the family that plans the trip i'm always taking pictures of my husband and my kids mm-hmm. i'm always taking pictures of the characters mm-hmm. and i if i didn't have my phone out because it was like shoved in my backpack we utilized the photo pass way more oh And so now I'm like, I'm in the pictures.
0: Yes. Oh, that's a great benefit.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I love the fact that I was, I'm in the pictures of my family and I felt so much more. So there's two ways I think I go to Disney personally. Like Mm -hmm. one, I go to Disney because it's time with my family Mm -hmm. and one, I love the attraction.
0: Mm hmm.
1: If I'm using Genie Plus, I'm there for the attraction. Ah, uh, that makes sense. If I'm there for a day with my family where I'm noticing the music, I'm noticing like the concrete walkways changing from world to world. Yes. If I'm noticing the rails and like, right, there's two different ways you Disney when you're like here for all of it yeah. versus you're here for like, I'm going on Space Mountain.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And I think there's value in both, I don't think either's wrong. But I think owning which way you're going to go in the moment. Am I here to ride an attraction or am I here to just like soak in the space? So Genie Plus forced me on my phone because it's the only way to access it, which forced me to be there for the attraction. Like I made that financial commitment. Right. We're here for the attractions.
0: Oh, no, that's great. And I like that. you. So you made the distinction between those two different modes, but one isn't necessarily bad and one isn't necessarily good. They're just two different things. Right. I love it. Love it. All right. Well, Robin, this conversation has been super enlightening for me. I'm sure a lot of people out there would benefit from similar conversations with you around their own personal needs. If they wanted to give you a call and get your help with uh, planning a Disney Universal or other type of vacation, how might they do that?
1: Yeah. So I am at Unlocking the Magic Travel with Robin. You can find me on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram. I'm mildly on TikTok, although... <laughs> I will say, not very good at it, Hey, but I am present. I can
0: relate to that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'll put all those links in the show notes. And, yeah, Robin, thank you so much for making the time to talk to us today.
1: Absolutely, Justin. It was phenomenal.
0: All right. Take care.
1: Have a good one.